Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. We are so glad that you're with us for this podcast this evening. Hope you've had a wonderful week in the month of May. Can you believe, Chris, that we're in By the time this episode comes out, school's almost going to be out. Crazy. It is. Yeah. I mean, really. I mean, like yesterday, we were worried that the kids, were they going to get to go to school? Were they going to have to stay home? Was it going to be online only? Was there going to be a hybrid? I mean, doesn't it seem like just yesterday we were having all those conversations? Right. And now we're wrapping up the school year. It may have been almost a year ago. We had um, Mr. Boyer and... And, and yeah, and Jackie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I'm not exactly sure when that was, but I th- it was before the school year would have been over, right? Yeah, well, it was, prob- it was, was it during Teacher Appreciation Week because we just celebrated oh, Teacher could, Appreciation yeah, Week at our school? Actually, yeah. it was a little bit before that, I think. So yeah, it was right around this time. But when you yeah, I mean May. Here we are. We're mid May and. And it's going to be June before we know it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, schools. Uh, it's, it's been crazy all over our country, I mean, because it's different everywhere. We are blessed to live in Missouri. Daryl and I were just talking about that, you know, how blessed we really are to live in a state that, and in a county, in an area where things have not been as locked down as they have in other areas. And so we are grateful for that. I have a funny about Missouri. So okay, last tell night, us. <laughs> last night we went to... Um, a, That's Christy, by the way, oh, if you don't know hi. whose voice that is talking. Christy Hale She's here. at the table next to Darlene. <laughs> she is. <laughs> we went to a church service um, last night, and the speaker was from North Carolina, and he got up, and his voice was kind of scratchy. He was drinking his mm-hmm. water, and he's like, y'all are going to have to forgive me for this voice. He said, I came to Missouri where you have every season in one day. That's that's that. what I'm struggling with right now. And it's, it's oh, it's really like, true. Rough. And we were just we cracked up because he's yeah. from North Carolina, but he's like, oh my word! You know, one day it was like 80, and then the next mm-hmm. day was 40, and you know, and, then the allergies, and then and it rained. And what was it? Ten days flooding. ago, two weeks ago, whatever. We looked. We went to the restaurant, and we looked out, and it was snowing. It was snowing in April. Yes, yeah. we were having our. That w- wasn't just a snow. That was no, a snow. That was, that was a snow. A, that was like yeah. right at the last of eight. Yes, April. we were having our WAW meeting, and we, I mean, we were snowing when we went in, but we looked but up. Real small. And it was yeah. like these humongous snowflakes. We were like, okay, stop. We got to go outside and get a picture because this is just a memory. It yeah, was. it's been some crazy weather it here is. in Missouri. So yes, but uh, just as it's crazy weather, we we have so much to be thankful for in, in you know our state and our country. My goodness, we have a lot of friends that are in a different countries, you know, and so we keep in contact with them. And you know, with coronavirus, coronavirus is something that everyone around the world is yeah. very familiar with. And uh, people have been affected differently, but but here's the thing, from my opinion, my perspective, and and all from uh, America's still been blessed in the sense of so many countries, because they are so fearful, and the leaders are so fearful, and they don't have uh, the kind of uh, hospitals and doctors and medicines as we have. And so there's a lot more fear, and so they have a lot more lockdowns. And um, so in that aspect, we, we have really been blessed. And when you figure, you look back to this time last year, we've come a long, long way. It is. Yeah. 
This it's, year's a completely different year, and it is weird looking back. It is, but, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's, and, and so it's hard for us to forget, uh, to remember what last year looked like, especially for some, so many people. I mean, we, we didn't have, uh, we were just getting back into church last year at this time. We were like for two months, I think we didn't have church. I know a lot of churches. We had in a, church. We just didn't have people. Some churches coming just to came attend. back. Yeah. yeah, and in in other in, in other, California, they just yes, came back. In other states, I mean, they they are just now coming. Oh my goodness, my associate uh, director is coming. Yes, guess I'm who's pulling just, out his chair? Just look who's joining us. Everybody Welcome else, everybody morning. would know who's joining us, and that would be. I felt a warm breeze of the anointing. <laughs> Chris is. Uh, his whatever Chris calls him, I'm not really he sure. He just called him it. And what's this that? Is so this what'd you say? What'd you He's say? my friend. He's your friend. I think that'll work. Welcome, Daryl. We're glad you came in and joined us. We Put your just, headphones on, Daryl. We yeah. <laughs> there you go. We're just talking about how how, how things have really changed in a year. Uh, here we are in May. Can you hear me? No. Get hooked up there. I'm gonna take a picture of him. Oh my gosh, he just comes in the studio and and absolutely stops the show. Okay, let me tell you what he's doing. He just put his headphones on upside down, backwards, <laughs> and backwards. Oh, we're glad you're here. And 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 he, yeah. Hi, Daryl. We're Thank you for asking me to join you today. Oh, we're so glad that you did. We heard that door slide, and wow. Anyway, we're into uh, we're five in, minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah, we are, and we just kind of let let us catch you up here, with a little no, bit. Carry on, I'll catch up. Okay, we just talked about how much difference that there is this May, and there was this time last mm-hmm. year, yeah. and how blessed we are to live in the state of Missouri, and the fact that uh, not only do we get all kinds of weather, and in a week. Uh, but we've also been blessed to live in a great county, a great state, and uh, we're we're grateful for that because we realize that still a lot of countries aren't as far along as America is, and uh, and then also how Missouri is ahead a little bit of what other states are. So we're mm-hmm. we're very very blessed. There are some in this room who would rather live in Fort Worth, Texas, though. Really. <laughs> I can't deny I it. <laughs> no. I can't deny it. I mean, there's no my. way I could ever move. And that is my homeland. It is your homeland. I saw that cowboy it? picture yeah, of you on Facebook. There, that's the promised land. Everything's <laughs> bigger in Texas. People think bigger in Texas. Oh, please. So how many years did you live in Texas? Um, About 15. About 15. Really? And how many of you lived in Missouri? More than that. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you basically kind of, that was your... I'm a yeah, Texan through and through. Texan. I'm a sixth-generation Texan. Wow. Are you really? Mm-hmm. I, didn't know that. I was I born in California. That. Does that make me a Californian? Uh, yeah. Let's hope not. That's, that's what's wrong. That's <laughs> <laughs> I signed the petition. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Texas is a, a different... It's just different because when you go down there, people, and I think this speaks to mindsets, which has been something that's been on my mind lately. People's mindsets are just a little different down there. People um, think of prosperity differently down there. They think of success differently down there. Um, it's just, it's easier to have a business down there. It, people, that was one of the hard things about being up north is people, it just wasn't. The mindsets were just different, mm-hmm. and that's something that I've been pr- trying to practice better is to have a bigger mindset and and have that 
I don't want to say pride, but pride of my family, the pride of my church, um, looking at the micro blessings that God's given me even, you know, it's easy sometimes to see the big things. Sometimes it's not even easy to see the big things. Sometimes you don't even notice it, but, um, looking at the little things, like the little things, like Mm. having fresh fruit Mm. and, you know, having, um, being able to bathe and to have a toilet and have hot water. And, uh, I mean, it's just appreciating those little things. And we have those in Missouri. Yeah. Not, not, we have toilets. Not what I've seen. Showers. <laughs> you, you're not thankful for it. I, I liked what you said, though. I mean, I, I caught it. You said, you talk about being, you know, you kind of go down there and you were, those that you were around are so appreciative of what's around them. Yeah. They're, like they're appreciative the of Texas. Yeah. they. I mean, one of the things that we all can say, anybody that's visited Texas at all very much, they're very proud of being from Texas. You put the Texas flag on everything. You don't yes. put the Missouri flag on everything. Yes. You don't put, I mean, last mm-hmm. one's last time you saw the Missouri flag, really. I know when you said that, I'm thinking, yeah. hmm. I was really yeah. thinking, I'm like, right. But that was a big statement because it. It, it it's a good thing for us to open our eyes to appreciate because sometimes we have all around us so much, but but we're not appreciative of it. Well, if people would take the same, like, okay, you're a Texan, you're proud to be a Texan. If people were to take that into, let's say, this church, mm-hmm. I'm proud to be mm-hmm. at Salarbot Church mm-hmm. and have that same pride or have that same pride mm-hmm. even to be in Missouri, that mm-hmm. same pride to be in Farmington, mm-hmm. which I do have a lot of pride to be in Farmington. Yes, but, you're a big um, But it's just like having that, when you have a group of people that have that big of a appreciation mm-hmm. for something, it mm-hmm. changes things. Yes. And that community changes things. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, I mean, why people are flocking to Texas like crazy. Well, if our church had that appreciation, would people be flocking to the church? If Farmington had that appreciation, people, right. people mm-hmm. would be flocking to Farmington. Mm-hmm. You know, would, would that pride be changing things? Yeah, I like I, that. I, I, I can like say that. two things about that. Number one, uh, and I think Christy and uh, Darlene will agree with me because we've we've been internationally several times, but you see pride in certain countries. Mm-hmm. They are proud to be who they are and to be where they're mm-hmm. from, even though they may be developing nations or mm-hmm. or countries that sure. uh, are not as developed as ours, mm-hmm. they still love their countries. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about the Republic of Georgia, mm-hmm. how those people are so proud to be yes, Georgians. They are. Mm-hmm. And they're not ashamed. And when they come to America, they are proud to be Georgians. In fact, some of them say they wouldn't want to live in America. Mm-hmm. Americans are losing that sense of pride to be we an are. American. We are. And then the second thing I want to say is how we become products of our uh, communities or of our culture so mm-hmm. easy because uh, we, we get around that particular people group and we tend to think like them and act like them. And uh, and that that's a shame because you know, and and just between Farmington and St. Louis, there's a cult, there's such a culture difference that mm-hmm. there's a lot of people move down from St. Louis to Farmington for retirement, and they say it's almost like culture shock. The mm-hmm. everything is so much slower, everything mm-hmm. is totally different than in the city. Which there are some good positive right. aspects to that, but uh, you know, the think the the the. The thinking, how that, uh, you know, sometimes people can't think prosperity because they've lived in poverty their whole life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you begin to teach what the Word of God says, they begin to uh, uh, rise up against it because they're thinking, their thinking is, well, you know, uh, to be, to be poor is to be humble. And yeah. uh, if, you, if you have anything, then you're arrogant and prideful. And, and so you become, people become adaptive or, or uh, they, they adjust to their, to the, the culture or the things that are around them. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
sometimes it's hard even when you're preaching the truth from the word of god it's hard to get people to see that mm-hmm. because they all they see is where they've been yeah yeah but i think it, i i loved what you said though chris because i think it just makes us all kind of pause and do you love stop. anything I said? Yeah, of okay. course I always I loved it. Like but he got he got he got it started. <laughs> yeah. and that and that was really really good because I I feel like if what has happened to our country, and we don't get political on, on you know we don't tr- we try to stay non political but we will stay biblical on this program. But there is it it's like if the enemy can steal anything that's good, he's always going to do it. And America is a good country. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good people in it. We were raised on good biblical foundations. Yes. And when uh, people don't understand what they've got. The culture has taught them something different. Yes. And the culture is trying to do that right now, is really trying to destroy the fabric of our country. And But I believe people just like what you said all of a sudden you know you look and you begin to be around people that are appreciating people that love their state they they love their cities and i believe that and and you happen to have on today your shirt i love farmington shirt i I didn't even think about and i know when you were talking you didn't but i saw that and i thought you know and i know that's just you know and you mean that well there needs to be a culture behind loving where you're at Yes. It's so hard to do that sometimes, and I, I believe the enemy wages against mm-hmm. that because it's hard to love where you're at if it's not easy. It's hard to not mm-hmm. love where you're at if it's if we're seeing COVID stuff and political nightmares and the dollar dropping mm-hmm. and you know all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, if we could just build a culture around patriots again, if we could build a culture right. around. Um, loving the state, which uh, yeah. not a lot of people love Missouri for some. I mean, he's, nobody really talks about Missouri. And it's or, really a yeah, good state. When you, I mean, right now, I mean, when you think where we've been in the last year, and you can take states around us and where some of them have been this last year, we've been so blessed in our state and and especially our county. And I love what you say. You know, we need to start building a culture in our homes mm-hmm. a love for our homes a, a pride for our homes a pride for a them culture of that our homes, yes so. that you know mm-hmm. uh god lives in our home and, and we're doing our best to to be godly and to be the people that god wants us to be and then our churches we take carry that into you know our churches into our cities and and, and yeah i think we need to have that god pride in us uh, that that because it's thankfulness and that's what you're saying mm-hmm. you were saying that that it was like your eyes were open again every time you go down you look around and you see the thankfulness yeah around you and and i think that is something that we we all need to work on really hard that culture brings unity and and, mm-hmm. that, and that jesus culture brings unity to to um unite people which that's what the enemy is trying to do is trying to divide people and if there's something to unite over then i mean i just think like right after 9-11 happened how united mm-hmm. the country was for yes. like a three solid yes. months i mean there wasn't republican and democrat there wasn't anything right. it was we everybody were was thinking this god, god bless nation. america yes, yeah. this is our nation yeah. yeah and that unity empowers things yeah and look what's happened with covid this should have been something that okay we're all in this together let's do this and it's been turned it divided nations it divided totally you know and and that's what the enemy wants to do and if he can come into the home what i mean that's where he goes first Mm -hmm. and our last leadership 
administration played the Lee Greenwood song, I'm Proud to Be Amer- yes, an American. every time. Ev- yeah. At every rally, at every meeting, mm-hmm. that song was played. And, I, as you know, it became like the uh, the uh, the anthem yeah. for for the leadership. And we got, you know, what a song, you know. And, and mm-hmm. why can't we be proud to mm-hmm. be Americans? No, I'm not proud of everything mm-hmm. that America has done. I'm not a proud... I'm not proud of the it's abortion not rate. I'm not it's proud not of the, the crime and all of that. Uh, but I am proud to be an American. Yes. And if you're not, you just ought to probably move to Canada. Mm-hmm. Or somewhere else. I, I agree. That's where God's put us and what God's called us this to do. I mean, God's God has called me to, to to love my family and to nurture my family, to nurture my church, and nurture my business and my or my job. And, and, and those are impact zones that we're supposed to be, mm-hmm. we're supposed to be taking care of. And so our country right. is one of them. Yeah, you're so right, and I think that that is something we should all strive for more is that unity of love, you know, for for this is the life God gave us. This is where we're all at. This is what we're supposed to be doing, and and here we are. So what we do with it is really important. Christy, what's your thoughts here, hon? I'm just thinking as we're talking, I appreciate that I go to a church where, you know, we, we gather together, you know, to pray one day a week, you know, for a, a set amount of time, and you know, pray when we're at church, but we always talk about praying for the leaders of our nation, and we talk about praying for the leaders in our um, county and in our city and law enforcement, and even adopted a law enforcement officer to pray for daily, and um, I I love that I go to a church where the leadership of the church embraces community and um, county and in our cities and, and joining together and, um, you know, in prayer, and I think that's a big place for things to start if we are praying Mm -hmm. for those things at Mm -hmm. home um you know even at if we're praying over our meal and as we're praying we say thank you for our leadership at church thank you for Mm -hmm. you know the the leadership um our little guy that that stays with us a lot he's four and he's really having a hard time that president trump is not our president anymore Mm -hmm. because he always prayed for president trump Mm -hmm. every time we ate and and he was, why isn't he the president? He doesn't want to pray for somebody different because he got so used to, you know, praying for President Trump. But he's four. And Luke has helped to instill that in him, you know, to, to pray for leadership and the pride of our country. And um, another sweet note about him, you know, we have um, American flags. We have one on the barn and one hanging on the house. And, you know, we, we love our country. And um, we got Bradley a little um, playhouse slide you know it's like a little fort and we went to the store and um we weren't i mean we were just at the store for whatever and he saw flags and he said shushy i want to i want a flag and when we got home he took it out and he put it Hmm. hung it found a place Uh to hang it Mm -hmm. on his little fort that's That's when he was three yeah and i thought you know what luke is doing such a good job just instill Mm -hmm. instilling in him Mm -hmm. the the pride of we are Mm -hmm. americans and this Mm -hmm. is our flag and Mm -hmm. we honor it and like when we go to sporting events Mm -hmm. we stand and and, um you know do the national anthem and we talk about put your hand on your heart and Mm -hmm. you know the pledge of allegiance at school i was a principal for years and i you know it was such an honor to be able to lead the kids in the pledge of allegiance every day Mm -hmm. to honor you know our country and it is something that we did every day at school yes. mm. and you know I that, those are my thoughts I just mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that you all encourage and cultivate that even in church for mm-hmm. us to be reminded you know if we're, even if we're not doing it on our own it's it's a place for us to work and to do mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. so yeah that leads me to think too and 
I've been to many different churches throughout my life, and one of the things that you guys as pastors are really good about is you don't war against other churches ever. I've never heard mm-hmm. you say oh, a no. single bad thing about another mm-hmm. church. And on top of that, not only do you not say bad things about them, but you know the pastors, you do stuff with them, you do events with them, you, mm-hmm. and that is not common. That is not common mm-hmm. at all because a lot of the pastors I have known are very um, territorial. territorial and it's it's not unity. And that unity is building the church and that, that is healthy. And that's one of the things that drew me to you guys initially was that you that culture of this city and this county is important to you and um i've never whether you have thoughts about other churches around here or not i've never heard you say a single bad thing about any of them yeah and like a few years ago i can't remember but we um we would have church here and other churches would join us. And mm-hmm. then we went to other churches. Oh, yeah. It was so fun. Oh, yeah. Like we yeah. went to other churches. Yeah, and non-denominational. Yeah, and like joined yeah. in. And oh, so it was, it was so fun, fun getting to meet people. I think and we had, see. it was called the uh, seven days of prayer yeah. or seven yeah. days and we or went something. To, yeah, yeah. I, so I was couldn't it remember was so what, fun, what, yeah. what the initiative was. It was so but, fun. And we then need they to came do another here and we all prayed together. And it was really, it was neat. Sometimes it's kind of cool to get out of your box. It is. Yeah, and I was, as you were saying that, you know, I think, the whole thing is you can't fight with the church down the road if you're praying for them. That's right. Prayer. And, will... and that's what we try to do all the time is pray for other churches. On his way to church, we pass, you know, we don't ride together because I come earlier, but when I'm with him, he always prays for the churches that he passes on the way. And there's a bunch of them. You wouldn't believe how many Twelve. on the way. Wow. And so he prays for those churches that's on the cool. way. For their services, because, you know, we are all, every one of us, our goal is to reach our communities. The kingdom. Yeah. This is, yeah, we're just here for the kingdom of God. and whatever, Kingdom builders. That's we, what we are. are. And yeah. whatever we get to do, you know, whatever part that is, it's just a part. We're not in competition. Who's got the biggest, the best, the loudest, the most popular? Well, that kind of competition creates yeah, division, it and does. that does not build the kingdom of it God. Does. That is not what. Mm-mm. That is not the point. No, and and I have to tell you, you know, there's been times where people have that that have been with us for a long time that we've loved. You know, some don't always leave in the best ways, but we always try to tell people, you know, we love it when they come and they do it right. You know, it doesn't mean we love that they're leaving. It means that because it, as pastors, that always hurts. Mm-hmm. But we, you know, the best thing we do is bless them and, and yes. always tell them, you know, here's a landing spot. If that doesn't work out. The door's open. The door's always sure. open. And so, you know, when you take that attitude, why would we <clears throat> talk bad about another church? You know, they're not perfect up there, down there, around there. We're not perfect. There was an incident several years ago where a young man left our church, and he was very irate at us, mm-hmm. irate at the church. Many years ago. And he just was bad-mouthing us, and he will he will tell you this. But uh, I saw him at a meeting a few uh, weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago, three months ago, and uh, he came up to me and put his arm around me and just started crying. I mean, Aww. hot tears coming down his cheeks. Aww. And he said, God told me that you were going to be here tonight, and I need to tell you I'm sorry. And Aww. since that night, he's been back to Solid Rock several, uh, times, several yeah. times, and he, he, he is just a different, different person. That's but cool. we kept the door open mm-hmm. when, when you know we didn't tell him, you know, well, that's the way you feel. Get out of here and don't ever come back. 
And uh, that's he, why Jesus does us, though, right? It's the prodigal son. It's the prodigal son. You know, and we've all been that sometime in our life. And and it's like, you know, it goes back to that appreciation, appreciating what we got, because to us, and we say this everywhere we go, Solid Rock is absolutely the best group of people that we've, you know, anywhere we go in the world. To us, to us. Sure. They are the very best group of people that there is. So why would we want to poison them with with our poison if we had poison, which we refuse to take because it's a bitter pill, you know, by talking about other churches and ever, other things, you know. Uh, when, But I think that's how, if we can teach our children that they've got a good family. They're not mm-hmm. a perfect family. They're not from a perfect family, but you've got a good family. And we're all working to do and strive better. You've got a good church. You know, we live in a great country. And so I, I think uh, that as Americans that's listening to this podcast or wherever you're from, there's several nations that that are listening. And I realize that there are people that are not in good situations in their in their countries. And because there there are persecutions, there are things that happen and we understand that if it's bad and 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 you're being mistreated that sure you want to get to a country where you can raise your families and america is a great country for that for you to come and do it legally and we invite you to come but if you're in another country and and you love your country uh you try your very best to to be loyal to it have that mindset have that mindset and I think that that's what God is trying to get us to do about our everyday lives, yeah. Well, it's hard to talk about somebody and not like somebody when you're praying for them. Yeah. So if you will it's pray, if you will pray, impossible. pray for the, pray. That's why Jesus said, "Pray for your enemies, yeah, bless sure. your enemies." I know. Because if you're blessing your enemies, they're not going to be your enemies very long. No, I mean, you. And if nothing yeah. else, it does something inside it of does. you. Right. They may not change, but you change that's in your right. outlook. Right. You pray look for at those that yeah. despitefully use you. Mm-hmm. Love your enemies. Do good unto mm-hmm. those that that you know persecute. Those you. that irritate you. Yes. Those that just drive you nuts. Hey, Jesus arranged supper and sat there with Judas he and did. shared the meal. Jess and I were just talking yes. about that the other day. Knowing. Jess was like, well, why didn't he, he just say something? I was like, this is the whole plan. Jess, that was the whole plan. There had to be a Judas. Yeah. <laughs> but he knew from the beginning that Judas yeah. had a devil. And he still chose him yes. to be one of the still 12. Still ate dinner with him. Broke yeah. Still with him. sat there. He arranged the dinner. He did. He even called him out yeah. during dinner and nobody yeah. realized and it. Nobody even knew it. Yeah. yeah. I read that somewhere the other day. It said if you something or some little saying or quote about, you know, invite your Judas to dinner. Yeah. You know, well, like talking about, you know, just forgiving and, uh-huh. and loving people, uh-huh. you know, because we don't. Mm-hmm. What do we do with our Judas? Arms oh, yeah. length, stay uh-huh. away. I'm not talking uh-huh. to you. I don't want anything to do with you. I don't have uh-huh. to. I have boundaries. I'm not dealing with you. And Jesus invited Judas to dinner. Which is a big deal. I preached a message many, many years ago on. Your friend. Your friend Judas. Mm-hmm. Because every one of us need Judas in our life to work out the stuff that's in us. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank and you, we, God, for Judas. No, we need it. Mm-hmm. We don't like it, but we need it. Because if we will allow it to do the perfect work in us, we will become out different. And, yes. and it's so true. And so I can, by saying that, thinking about what's happening in our country Maybe our country is going to come out better than it ever was before because 
it's going to all of us to take as Americans Mm -hmm. take a deep look inside of us Mm -hmm. and let God do what he needs so that we don't allow the enemy to deceive us I still say that if what we are experiencing today is Bible prophecy being fulfilled Mm -hmm. if what we're going through is part of the end times then I still believe there's one more great move of God before this world ends. I agree. I believe yes. we're going to see a mighty, mighty, another great awakening, yes, another earth-shattering revival. It won't just be in America. It'll be a worldwide revival, uh, and then the end will come. Yeah. I just read a prophecy by Smith Wigglesworth recently before he died that was talking that they'll be about that. Really? Yeah. You know, my daddy— It's going to be even greater than that. Yeah. 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 My daddy— got so excited i remember when he came down here one of the times he preached he he (laughs) bless his heart he had this dream and the dream was about uh a book of k's that's all he knew and and he uh (coughs) him and my stepmom got up during the night looking for the book of k's which was habakkuk and and uh he couldn't say habakkuk no he couldn't (laughs) say it and, but anyway, he got so excited. He knew he knew it was in the Word of God somewhere, but he went in there and looked. And, and, and it just basically said that I'm going to do a work in your day that, in other words, you can't even believe what I'm going to do. And I remember before he died, he said, Darlene, he said, God is going to do a work. And he said, I may not see it. But I believe you're going to. Mm-hmm. And and I, you know, I still believe that these men and women of God, the prophets of God, like Smith Wigglesworth and all, they saw something afar. And every time there's been a drought in the land of spiritual things, then the manna from heaven. Mm-hmm. And I believe that yes. hunger people... Yes. Uh, are so hungry. Your dad, when he preached here, mm-hmm. he was he was so full of joy. He was ninety something years old Probably when he four preached or here, five, yeah. and he, mm-hmm. and he got around like a teenager. Mm-hmm. But he went up and down the steps on the platform so many times that halfway during his sermon, he'd come over to the front row where I was sitting and said, "Would you lay hands on me? My knees are hurting," and asked <laughs> me to pray for his knees. And then he just kept right on preaching. Yes, he did. But he said, "This is what I saw. We were having one of those." awesome awesome services mm-hmm. people were just mm-hmm. encouraging him as he was preaching mm-hmm. and he said this is what i saw in the spirit in the last days the revival mm-hmm. that's coming upon the earth mm-hmm. this is the beginning of it mm-hmm. and i like you know joel said this is that which was mm-hmm. prophesied mm-hmm. Or, yeah peter said this is that which the was joel. prophesied by, by joel. joel and mm-hmm. that uh, that was the uh, the beginning yes of what's yes. to come so our mindsets we need to see that we're all we're in place we should be in place Mm -hmm. and wherever that's at wherever you're listening from wherever you're at we should be in place and we should be looking for the goodness of god all around us and and get our mindsets expecting our mindsets are what gets us in trouble and Mm -hmm. and so and celebrating where we are yeah celebrate where you are celebrate where god's put you he he has you there quit looking for outs all the time yeah Yeah. you're there for a reason Mm -hmm. you have a purpose in in where you are and where he wants you to serve and start looking with the positive attitude you know who can i bless today who can i touch today what can i provide what who can i pray for just looking for things to celebrate instead of gripe about and complain and to be down about so good 
Okay. I Amen. remember one time we uh, had a missions trip to Mexico, and uh, one of the people that we took with us just began to cry when he was looking around in there. We were in uh, an area where we were building a new house for a family. You you were on one of the well, actually mm-hmm. you took your honeymoon yeah, on that did. on that trip or one of those trips yeah. anyway. And uh, uh, this gentleman began to cry and said, uh, "I'm so glad I'm an American." Uh, I I can't believe that God allowed me to be born mm-hmm. in America, and, and oh, it, we, it changes. It yes, changed it me. it does. Mm-hmm. Every mission trip changes mm-hmm. us because you just mm-hmm. look around and see. Get out of your box. Uh, get out of your culture. I see why people kiss the ground when they come back, mm-hmm. get off the plane, and and mm-hmm. uh, come back to uh, mm-hmm. this nation. And I think so, sometimes I wish everybody in America would take a trip to a developing nation and oh, see I how blessed. Not we just are. everybody, but I think every parent should take their child Mm -hmm. i mean if kids could go on mission trips and get a perspective of what Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. the holistic view of life is like Mm -hmm. they just have this box view of their life if Mm -hmm. they could see what life is really like yeah our world would change Mm -hmm. our united states of america would change because kids would have an understanding that's right yeah they would but not all could go but if we could have the influence enough to get them to appreciate and we appreciate and we begin to love and like you said celebrate where we're at celebrate those around us uh encourage each other and uh we can we can change the little world around us and as we do it the ripple effect will keep going out Mm -hmm. and so i think all of us that's here at this table and everyone that's listening to this podcast do everything in within our power to keep the ripple effect of God's love going out and and celebrating each right. other around, and remember, we we are influencing somebody yeah. every day. We're influencers. We're, we Absolutely. have an effect on people's lives. All every, of it. Everybody. Every does. one of us do. Yes. Let's do better. Let's do better. Let's let's throw that pebble a little bit harder in the in yep. a, in the lake. Amen. Well, Pastor, since you came in. And uh, we're glad you did. Thanks for coming in. I know you had a really busy schedule. Uh, Better late right than never, Pastor. That's <laughs> right. We're glad you came. Glad you could fit us in. And I know you Chris, will appreciate it later on this evening. I yeah. promise. And <laughs> Chris was really glad that that his sidekick come come in. If, it's been if, a while. It has been a few weeks. Yeah, Jessica mm-hmm. was with you the mm-hmm. last couple sessions. I, I think. think. So, yeah. You're just glad I'm yeah. here because now you have a ride home. No, no my wait. wife's here now. Oh, yeah. is he? Yeah. You're yeah. staying. You're staying now. Yeah, mm-hmm. staying now. Okay. Yeah. So we're out. Would you just pray for the yes, listeners? I will. Father, we would just want to thank you for this time together with all of our, our listeners. We thank you, Lord, for this podcast that is ministering to so many people and helping them, Lord, and bringing hope. I thank you, Lord, that today we've realized that we are thankful for the, the calling that you've put on our lives, thankful for the place that you've placed us, and that we are here by divine appointment. And I pray, God, that every person that hears this podcast will be reminded that you've put them right where they are for such a time as this. And we have ministry on the inside of us to begin to release it, to bless people, to pray for people, to bless other churches. God, there's people that we don't even agree with in theology and doctrine, but God, there's still we still pray for them and we still lift them up. And so thank you today, Lord, for uh, allowing this to be a voice across the land and across the seas to bring life, encouragement, and hope to so many people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Until the next time at the table with Darlene, may the peace of God rule and reign in your hearts and in your lives. Thank you.
Thank you for joining us today at At the Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At the Table. You can also check us out at darlenerhodes.org. Also at wawministries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At the Table with Darlene.